What is going on, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed here once again, bringing you another fantastic episode of here on What's the Word Entertainment. We are so, so happy to be here this evening. Um, it is a special time for us. This is the 100th episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Give it up for that. We are definitely happy to be back here once again and keep doing this thing, bringing you guys some hopefully some good entertainment, um, some knowledge on some sports and you know, what we do. Uh, we appreciate you joining in as always. Uh, like again, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, we hope you're also following us on Twitter as well too. Um, Obed, uh, glad to have you again here, sir. What's going on with you, man? And you know, have happy 100th episode. <laughs> Happy 100. My goodness, it was uh, not but a year or so ago, we were in our teens, just young and rambunctious. And now look at us, we're ready for AARP. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to get, catch that social security check next week. Look out. There you go. Let me get my booster. <laughs> yep. Yo, we are so glad to be here. We have our one of our returning guests, as always, uh, is going to be joining us here once again. Um, is he, the professional sports fan, Chris, hailing from the uh, city of brotherly love. Happy to have you on here again, sir. How, how goes it? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm blessed. Um, thank you guys. Honestly, it's an honor to be here on the 100th episode. Um, I'm just happy to be here. Appreciate you guys. Yep, definitely, man. So let's get into it. We don't have much time here, so we're going to get into it right away. This is going to be an all NFL episode for those out there listening. Um, so we're going to give you all the latest news in action and give you our takes as always, too. So let's get started with a quick recap of week number seven. Um, so first and foremost, one of the games I wanted to highlight was the Tennessee at a Kansas City game. Obed, man, this was a rough one for uh, Kansas City. I thought they were going to have this one in the bag. Tennessee now has two back-to-back wins against the teams that were in the AFC Conference Conference Championship game last year between Buffalo and Kansas City. This is a really good quality win for Tennessee. You know, how legit, how much of a big legit threat they are, are they in the AFC? And how far can they go, do you think? Um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's hard to not call them a, a contender in the AFC, considering they do have their most notable wins uh, of the last two weeks being against the Bills and the Chiefs, two teams that have played in the AFC championship game. But let's be quite honest here. This is a Titans team that held on. And if not for poor play calling, would not have beat the Bills. Uh, you know, Bills may be looking a little shaky defensively, but, you know, that was the Bills games to lose and they lost it. Uh, the Chiefs have no defense to speak of, that none whatsoever. Uh, so like, you know, I think if we can look back 2020 on the season, nobody's going to look at beating the chiefs as something that really is a, is a, a hallmark of your team. They're, they're, they're trash. Everyone is going to give them the mm. work. They scored three points, you know, like what, what is that against yeah. a Tennessee Titans team that while, you know, I, I will say that this team Titans team has played well, has played tough. Uh, this is still a team that got blown out by the Cardinals. You know, they lost to the jets, right? So, I, I, you know, and, and they, they, while I do think that they are a team that's going to make some noise, I, I don't see them beating the Colts. I don't see them beating the Rams. Um, you know, I, I, I have concerns that they're not going to look as, as tough an uh, uh, opponent as they will in the next few weeks as they have, but have to say that their hats out to them. They got insane rushing right now. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, this man, Derrick Henry, is absolutely on a tear right now. That's uh, running back in the league. Right. And they've been able to do this while missing both uh, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones at times. So, you yeah, know, hats off to them for that. On the other side, Chris, I mean, let me ask you this. What's wrong with the Chiefs? I mean, are their Super Bowl aspirations pretty much done and out the window right now? 
I mean, sure. And they got a lot of issues going on that goes outside. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is obviously not having his best year. Um, I, I mean, worst QBR, uh, worst touchdown, uh, passing touchdown to interception ratio of his career. Um, I mean, he's got a lot of fundamental flaws going on right now with him. Uh, do I think their window is out? No, but they are missing a lot of integral pieces. Their roster got completely revamped in the offseason. So I think that's a big reason you know, of why they're not back there. So I'm, I am concerned about them. Um, you know, mm -hmm. to be honest, this reminds me a lot of an Aaron Rodgers situation, right? We have this once in a generational talent that, you know, wow, is this person really only going to end up with one Super Bowl on his resume? Wow. That's something to show for sure. Cause everyone was thinking the chiefs were going to be around for a really long time, but yeah, they're that, not, that looking. was before they paid one guy half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. That definitely falls into it. Cause yeah. How else can you pay the rest of the players? How can you bring in new talent if you don't got money to pay them? Yep. Moving along. Let's get to the next one. Uh, Obed and Chris Cincinnati had a dominant, dominant performance over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, definitely expect the Baltimore to come out with this victory. Even if they lost, I don't think anyone was expecting the final score to be 41 to 17. Uh, Chris, I'll go over to you first. Um, I mean, are, are the Bengals, and I know this is going to be a tough question for you because I'm saying this to you as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, which I know you are, Chris. So let me ask you this. Are the Bengals the best team in the AFC North? Oh, that's a loaded question, Sherm. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I will say this. Um Given the situation of the Ravens with how decimated they are by injury, um, the Steelers with their lack of personnel and, and things that have gone on, and now even with the Browns and Baker Mayfield being hurt, um, I will say this. Joe Burrows is the reason why the Bengals are probably the best team in the AFC North. He reminds me of a young Tom Brady, but with better oh, pieces around him, mm. but with better pieces around him at, at this age, and he's more athletic. The decision-making, the reading the field, his calm under pressure and total command of the offense. He reminds me of Tom Brady. And it's so crazy because if he has this kind of talent around him at this point, I mean, honestly, Carson Palmer would have loved to have this when he was with the Bengals, but it, it's, it's a different <laughs> Jamar chase. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So are they the best team? No, but I will go on a leg and say Jamar chase is the best quarterback in that division. You mean Joe Burrow is the best quarterback. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow's. Yeah, 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 no worries. Uh, Obed, I mean, should the Ravens be concerned about this performance against Cincinnati? Because obviously, divisional matchup here. Um, they probably, you know, maybe perhaps see them in the playoffs if both teams happen to make it. You know, I don't know. But is there room for concern with the Baltimore Ravens? I think there's tons of room for concern for the Baltimore Ravens. I, I you know, it's funny because last week you would have asked someone and they would say, oh, man, the the Baltimore Ravens passing attack is just all world crazy, you know, super mm. exciting. And then the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow to Chris's point said, hold my beer. Um, and we're <laughs> going to show you how it's really done. It's, 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 I have already said it many years that we've been on this show, whatever Lamar Jackson doing there is a fagazi. It's not real. Okay. They lack a run game. So they're forced to throw because they cannot control the ball. They have three running backs on that roster who just cannot get it done between Devonta Freeman's shell, between the ghost of Latavius Murray, between whatever is the mist of smoke is Le'Veon Bell, right? So they are forced to throw the ball all the time. I'm so happy Marquise Brown is kind of coming down with the ball, but he still owes us 200 some odd yards and three touchdowns that he dropped thus ludicrously. And even <laughs> in all of this happening, you're watching Lamar Jackson miss wide open guys coming across the middle. 
right? Like it is inexcusable. You as a quarterback have to hit a wide open player, you know, and, and yes, I think there's cause for concern, but again, this is a team that is probably one of the most injury riddled teams in the NFL right now with like 17, 18 guys on IR that, you know, it absolutely is, is a testament to them being over to, able to overcome that. But the, the Ravens are not, this is not a team that I expect to see in the postseason. I'll go that far. Wow. I, I, I will say this, like, you know, honestly, Lamar Jackson is the MVP of the league. And what I mean by that is when you look at what is the most valuable player, most valuable player to his team, if Lamar Jackson was not on that team, they would not have a win yet this year. So he is wow. the most valuable player in the league, but he's not going to be on a team that's going to, to Obed's point, that's probably going to be in the playoffs. So he's not going to win the MVP. But you think Lamar, Lamar Jackson is you think Lamar Jackson is more important than uh than uh all right let's just roll let's just roll no 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 I mean go ahead you finish your oh, I was gonna do you think Lamar Jackson is more important than Patrick Mahomes because I I honestly you know I I think Trace McSorley can at least run the offense and probably make a few more passes than Lamar Jackson could in the short to intermediate game which is really Trace McSorley if we go back to Trace McSorley in preseason a couple of years ago he sliced and diced when Lamar Jackson wasn't there because he can make every throw he might not be spectacular but he's solid um Go ahead. Years ago, though, is different, though, than this team now fully constructed. So I don't agree with the air. I, I think if Lamar Jackson wasn't there. This team would they would be the Miami Dolphins of the AFC North. <laughs> oh, man, I'm saying a lot. Let's yeah, let's move along to our next uh, matchup. We wanted to talk about, of course, Tampa Bay uh, playing Chicago. Um, this was kind of obviously a lopsided victory to say the least. I mean, I've been talking about the situation in Chicago for a bit here, Obed with Justin Fields. Um, he's not ready. And I think is pure evidence of this. He's not ready to be in the starting lineup for the Chicago bears. He's not ready. He needs to sit and learn. He can learn from a longtime starter in Andy Dalton. He can learn from a Super Bowl winning MVP quarterback in Nick Foles. Okay. That's, that's just facts. Okay. Not saying he's the best there is, you know, but he's not ready. How Obed, how long do you think until they bench Justin Fields? Let's be quite honest. There's nothing to be learning from in Chicago. I, I understand the facts of who those individuals are, but you're, you're not learning anything from Andy Dalton. You're <laughs> not learning anything from Nick Foles. You're, you're not learning anything from Matt Nagy. You're not learning anything from Matt Nagy. That, that's for certain. They're not even dialing up design runs for him to I'll help co- him. I'll co-sign that Matt Nagy comment. Okay. They're not, they're not calling up designed runs for him to utilize what he can do and then run away from what one of their lackings is, which is the offensive line. The offensive line is bad. We're talking about a quarterback who's been under duress. This guy has poor passer ratings because he doesn't have any time back there, and they're not even dialing up easy plays for him. That mm-hmm. being said, mm-hmm. he is missing throws left and right. So on top of being rattled, this guy has been sacked 22 times in seven games. He's getting sacked three times a game, which means he's probably getting pressured like 18, 19 times a game, and they're getting yeah. back to him. You know what I mean? It's not, and they're only running like 60 some odd, and maybe less than that, like 50 some odd plays. They are not one of the faster offenses. And so if you're on the run for the majority of the game, and then you're not scoring points, it's going to be really hard for you to always have to play from behind. But uh, yeah, I don't know when Andy Dalton is healthy. He's probably a better, a way better option than them. He's got a high, better uh, passer rating, even though he's had a limited amount of time. He didn't have as much of a high uh, average depth of target by comparison to Justin Fields. But again, Andy Dalton's first year year in the system he is still feeling himself out i think he would run a more practical offense for the terrible coach that is matt Nagy if andy dalton's out there versus justin fields and gotcha i got you chris on the other side the the buccaneers they had a, a 
a great game. More particularly, Tom Brady had a great game, going for four touchdowns and completing his sixth hundredth touchdown of his historic career. First player in NFL history to do that. Um, and funny enough, wide receiver Mike Evans, who caught that touchdown, gave the ball away to a fan, not realizing that that was number 600. They did get the ball back, however, but um, and the fan was was definitely compensated very well. Um, he's getting what two signed jerseys by Tom Brady, a helmet signed by Tom Brady, a Mike Evans jersey signed, a his Mike Evans cleats. He's getting season tickets for the remaining of this year and last year, and a Bitcoin which is worth a few grand to we almost I think like oh, 62 grand or something like that. This was definitely some good compensation. But I gotta ask if you were that fan, Chris, and you got that ball. What would what would be your asking price for that ball to give that back? Because remember, he lost oh, he lost all of his leverage when he gave the ball back. Brady said it last night on during the Monday Night Football telecast. He lost all of his leverage when he gave him the ball back first. I would have waited, but Chris, go ahead. What was what would be your asking price quickly? Honestly, you know, I, 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 I thought he got more than compensated for. I mean, it, it, what are we doing here, guys? That's an arbitrary number. Oh, he's the first to do this, first to do that. Oh my gosh, what does that mean? First to get six hundred. Okay, great. So as NFL and, and things progress, there's going to be another Tom Brady. And what I mean by that is regards to records. There's going to be another person that gets 600. Actually, Aaron Rodgers, if he plays until the same age as Tom Brady, he's going to far surpass that. So, like, there's always going to be another, oh, the first of this. So, you know what? To be honest, this guy at this point, I think he got well overcompensated for what he actually had. To be honest, I thought he did great. Plus, you know what? I mean, he got – didn't he actually need to meet uh, with Brady? Uh, I, I read something that he actually got to meet with Brady. I mean, the memories and everything you have to do far outweigh the actual monetary compensation. So I don't think it's all about money. I actually think it was really cool that the fan did that and gave it back to him. Kudos to him being a proper human being. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, bed. Any issues with the compensation? Do you think they undercompensated, overcompensated? Anything you may have would have asked for in particular? I mean, that ball is worth, you know, almost a hundred grand, everything all considered. I mean, you know, he's got season tickets for the next two years, end of this season, next season. Look at where he was sitting to begin with. They're going to have ways better seats than that. You know, he got a Bitcoin. What? Just hold on to that Bitcoin for the rest of your life. One day it's going to be worth a million dollars, right? Amen. You know, like, you know, I, myself, I would have took a 10% stake in FTX, that uh, the digital exchange that he's, that Tom Brady's a part of. I would have took my 15 Ethereum. And since I'm going to be at every game, you might as well let me listen in on the Coach QB microphone and hear the play call coming in. You know what I mean? I would, hey, check, check, check. I don't think that's a good move, Tom. Okay, they got the, the safety sinking in, bro. You better watch out. Omaha, Omaha. Omaha! <laughs> I mean, yo, might as well call the annexation of Puerto Rico in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude you know what i mean like, i mean i'm just saying listen i mean I, the, the compensation and we got to move on the compensation was great and everything i would have at least asked for asked to hang out with giselle for at least an hour an hour that's it <laughs> give me some time you know i want to go to her i want to go to her castle in brazil okay mm -hmm. and i know i want to walk on the stair steps that i know are made of you know pure glass let me know <laughs> yeah all day man yeah but that was great though let's move let's move it along here um next matchup obed was the colts and the niners game which was from the other night um the colts kind of ran over the 49ers and we th i thought it was going to be the other way around to be honest with you and yes. they did not i mean although the, no elijah mitchell did have a 170 yards same as a matter of fact he had an equal to jonathan taylor both had 18 carries for 170 yards mm -hmm. in this matchup but i mean is Jonathan Taylor here more on the Indianapolis side? Is he a top tier running back in this league? 
I 100% think so. I think anybody who does not believe that he's a top-tier running back is, is lying to you. He's currently stands at second in yards in the NFL behind King Henry. He's got 579. Henry has 869. I mean, as far as uh, a rush yards per game, uh, he's averaging 82 uh, 0.71, which is fifth in the league. You know, I mean, he really is the engine that has allowed Indianapolis to go uh, and be able to stay in games. They are currently, uh, if I can confirm this, on a four-game win streak, uh, which, you know, to, to while <laughs> it's not much to be said about the fact that, excuse me, they're not on a four-game win streak, they're on a two-game win streak. This is the Colts that we're talking about here. You know, they took them a while to find their way when they had three straight losses to open up the season, went ahead mm-hmm. and beat the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of their identity is behind Jonathan Taylor. What I want them to do is get rid of Marlon Mack, trade him away and just give all the work to Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's been running this hard since Wisconsin and I don't see any stopping for him. I think he could be one of the top three running backs in the league uh, when all is said and done in the next couple of years, uh, knowing that guys like Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel can't really stay healthy. Yeah, true story. Yeah, they have definitely having some uh, injury concerns there. Chris, you know, coming off a of bye, I expected San Francisco to come out full force, but obviously the weather played a factor in their performance. I mean, is it really time to panic in San Francisco? Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a great game. I know Trey Lance was hurt, so he couldn't really play this one. You know, he's in, he was, I guess, he's in the next QB in waiting in San Francisco. But what do you, what's the outlook for the 49ers moving forward, sitting at two and four currently? I mean, again, talking about a team that's been riddled with injuries, I mean, that team just the last two, three years, that's a Super Bowl uh, uh, contending team. I mean, just look at their roster, top to bottom, one of the best in the league. Um, to say that, you know, to move off of Garoppolo altogether, I mean, you know, he, I mean, what have you seen from Trey Lance? I mean, honestly, guys, I mean, he's got one worst completion percentage, you know, inaccuracy all over, you know, preseason and in the regular season. Now he's hurt. I mean, Obviously, Trey Lance is the future. You don't draft someone that high in the first round if he's not your future. But I, I'm from from a panic standpoint, I would say no. It's just more of a transition period at this point, Sherm. I mean, it's just going to happen by the end of the year. It's going to be Trey Lance. I wouldn't panic. There's still going to be contention. But thing was with that division, it's fully loaded. So I mean, they 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 got to get their stuff together very quickly. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely agree with you on that one, Chris. Yeah, it's, I just it's... don't know how they stay in contention now. I mean, how do you mean stay in contention? They just lost four games in a row. The last one, they came off a bye. You had two weeks to prepare to lose this game. <laughs> to <prepare laughs> lose, right? Okay, they're gonna they're gonna beat the Bears. They're going to lose to the Cardinals. They're gonna lose to the Rams. They're gonna lose to the Vikings. This team is not even again. This is a team I don't expect to see in the playoffs. If you have four losses now, seventeen game season or not, right? You've lost the majority of a quarter of the season. <laughs> like, no, what, I, I agree, yeah. and I don't mean. But what Sherman was asking about panic. I don't think they're yeah. gonna. The panic is in. We're like, we're not gonna be in contention at all. I mean, they might have a year Look where they get their, yeah, their schedule, man. Their schedule I don't think they're going to be in contention all, all at all, bro. I think I think mm. this is an opportunity that we might be seeing. It, it, so earlier this year, John Lynch was very poignant in stating that the selection of, Jay, of Trey Lance was Kyle Shanahan's decision. He had nothing to do with it. The last time I'd ever been in a meeting with somebody at work and they said, oh, I didn't have anything to do with this work. That person was fired because the work was bad. Okay, so if you're openly telling people I had nothing to do with that, at the end of the day, he made the call on that. If Trey Lance is not ready, if Trey Lance can't make an accurate pass and take over this team, he is forced to call, to start uh, Jimmy Garoppolo because Trey is not ready and you drafted him up really high. You also drafted Trey Sermon really high and he does not get any tick. He had zero uh, snaps yesterday. They got a guy off of IR and let him get a whole bunch of uh, receiving yards. Um, it, I, 
I think it's, I think we might see Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch in the hot seat. It'd probably be Shanahan to go first before Lynch, but those somebody's in the hot seat right now. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Let's move on to our next segment, Obey, which is, of course, you write, you manual. Each of us will make bold statements, and one of us will tell us if we are correct or if we're just outright crazy. Uh, Chris, I'm going to go to you first here on this one. Um, you write, you mad. The QB, excuse me, the quarterback position isn't problem number one for the your Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure. You are mad, man. It is not the QB. Don't get me wrong. Ben Roethlisberger is old. He needs to go. He is a shell of himself. But the problem is the O-line. The Steelers have the 32nd ranked offensive line right now in the NFL. Its running backs have been contacted at or behind the line of scrimmage on 42% of their carries, which is the second worst in the league. I mean, they, they drafted Najee Harris in the first round, who is a phenomenal talent. He actually reminds me a lot of um, Richard Mendenhall um, when the Steelers drafted him in 2010. Um, the last time, you know, when they were at the Super Bowl, went against, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man. Um, great running back, great talent, good move, but he has no line. Roethlisberger is problem number two, but the offensive line is definitely problem number one. Okay. Fair, fair enough there. Fair enough. Yeah. They, they've got a lot of problems there in Pittsburgh for sure. I'm better. Yeah. I'm sure you Oh, I 100% agree with you. I mean, that just the, the city itself is a problem. They might as well blow it off the map. Uh, but uh, Chris, whoa, while you're here, whoa, I, have, whoa, I have a question whoa, for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, man. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shot, always shots fired. Always, always shots fired. Uh, so, uh, Chris, I have a question for you. You write, you mad. The Steelers won't win the AFC North for two to three years. Um, You mad. They are going to win it, and they're going to win it next year. Hmm. You want me to explain? Please, please. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because what I was just alluding to, that Stephen A. Smith would say, man, is going to my Pittsburgh Steelers. He is going to pull an Aaron Rodgers and going to a team that is ready-made to win the Super Bowl. Because let me ask you guys, when Aaron Rodgers was last in the Super Bowl, when when Aaron Rodgers was last in the Super Bowl, what did he have going for him? Wide receivers. Talent, talent, game. That's talent, the first thing. talent, top 10 defense. Both of those are on the Steelers. He has a ready-made team in this defense and a coach in Mike Tomlin that knows how to coach. He's the best coach in the NFL, in my opinion. And that's not me being a homer. And the last time Tom Brady, to your point, Obed, hand raised, I see that. Um, wide receivers. He had, oh, uh, Mr. Um, was it Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Oh, the Steelers have Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. And a first-round running back. That team is ready to win a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, book it right now, on the 26th of October, 2021. He is going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they are going to not only win the division next year, they are going to the Super Bowl. Wow. wow. Very bold claims. Very <laughs> bold claims. Sure. You, know, you know, we've got a Yinzer Homer on the show right now. I just, I don't even know what to say. I feel like you're, you're telling on yourself here because you just told us the number one problem with that team is the offensive line. And why would a 37, 38 year old quarterback show up to get battered and beaten as bad as the last guy was because mm. they have no offensive line. Go address line. it in the off season. Um, um, I, I hope they have enough money because you're going to, you're about to sign a $45 million a year quarterback. How are you going to address the offensive line? You're about to give all your money to the QB. I digress. Um, my, my concern is that uh, there are at least three problems with the, with the Steelers. One is definitely the offensive line. Two is a quarterback. 
I don't think you can solve one before the other. I think you need to assert, you know, solve the offensive line woes and then everybody's doing well. We're, Najee Harris is a top 13 running back right now uh, in yards per game and his, uh, his effectiveness, his efficiency. So the offensive line doesn't seem to be a problem for him. They might still be bad. Uh, I just think that the quarterback is not making throws. If the ball could come out quicker, if the ball could get out to a wide receiver quicker, Deontay Johnson is there. You just have to hit this guy. Right. You know, the, um, I, 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 this is why I asked the first question before, because I feel like if they had like a Mac Jones back there, hell, if they had a Teddy Bridgewater, somebody to just at least get the ball out, you know, then they'd be okay. When you have a bad offensive line, we have answers for that. You uh, extend the run game as a, as a extension of the pass, just put Najee Harris out there on the wing and treat him like you did uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell and throw the ball to him, get the ball out quick, keep it out of his hands. They are refusing to do that. I'm not sure why. Um, so, you know, in the next two to three years, we're going to see the maturation of Lamar Jackson. We're going to see the maturation of Joe Burrow. We're going to see the maturation of Baker Mayfield. If he gets another contract and no, stays with, with it, no, so that's not. fine. That's fine. If we don't, because that is a solid team that doesn't even need him. We just saw what Case Keenum did. They actually, look like an offense so i just don't see how the steelers could be competitive in this division with that many quality teams sprouting up around them all right sherman i got a question for you i'm not to leave everybody out of the fun you write <laughs> you mad the bills have more than one loss the rest of the season obed you mad um the bills have 11 games left in their schedule i can honestly see them going 10 and one within in these 11 games um they look at their schedule. They got Miami next, followed by Jacksonville, followed by the New York Jets. Okay, the only one that maybe my the only one that might concern me is is the Saints on Thanksgiving. But I think they can get past them, and of course, obviously the big one, which I think will be a loss, is the, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. After that, I mean, you've got the Patriots again, the Falcons, and then the Jets again. They could possibly go ten and one the rest of this season and have a uh, fourteen and three record. Okay, this team is playing well. Like I said, that that last loss on Monday night to the Tennessee Titans, they're one shoestring away, you know, from from get, converting that first down if Josh Allen doesn't slip on that on that fourth that fourth and short there. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. He literally we saw it. He slipped. You know, that's just an accident. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The Tennessee didn't make him, so he just slipped. His footing got from underneath him. They convert yeah. that for, that first down. They probably get in the end zone. They win that game. Okay, so they probably yeah. should be four five and one right now. Okay. Yep. But this the schedule is so favorable in for in Buffalo for Buffalo. I mean, it's amazing. And Josh Allen is playing the playing well. He's playing a, he's a, he's very efficient this year. He only has yeah. three interceptions compared to 15 touchdowns. Okay. He's you know, he's not racking up the yards. Even Stefan Diggs is not playing lights out. Stefan Diggs, you know, that last year led the league in both uh receptions and receiving yards, you know. And yeah. this year he he's not really putting up the numbers like he did. And the Bills are still being successful. Josh Allen is, contri is contributing is contributing uh, distributing the ball very well amongst the offensive players. You know, Amy, you, you talked about Emmanuel Sanders earlier in the year, Obed, how you didn't think he was a good fit. He was playing less. He wasn't playing as well. He's he's playing well too. This is a team who, like I said, they suffered a little bit on defense against the Tennessee Titans. Didn't you know appear to be that strong defensive unit that you have been earlier in the season. They only gave up twenty points to the Chiefs. They handled them pretty them pretty well. Um, but like the I said, Chiefs we've already talked about is is a suspect squad. There's nothing there there's no we can't talk about the chiefs as a okay. w there's nothing okay there. yeah. okay but this schedule can they can they have more than one loss george will they have more than one loss i don't think so like i said i the only one i can really see right now on paper is the tampa bay buccaneers so yeah obed 
you mad for thinking that the Bills will definitely surely have more than one loss the rest of the year? They're going to have like three, but we can continue. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. All right. We'll see how that goes. Um, Next up, Obed, let's talk about the, uh, I actually, I'm glad Chris is here. So I wanted to talk about um, some of the top teams in the league and also get Chris's Super Bowl pick. You and I, we had our Super Bowl picks before the season started. Uh, But Chris, I'll go to you first. First of all, I want to say if you can name your top five teams in the NFL. You know, every week the NFL comes out with their power rankings, their top teams. Let's just stick to the top five. Um, Chris, as as being you're the guest, I'll let you go first. Give me your top five teams, whatever order, if you want to go one through five or five up to one, that's fine. And then give me your Super Bowl team prediction. Uh, yeah, guys. I mean, I, I figure at this point we're probably have a kind of similar list. Um, I would go. I'll just go from. Uh, I'll go from one down to five. Uh, number one, I, I have the Cardinals. Obviously, you know what Kyler Murray you know is doing over there is something phenomenal. So, and you know, it, it, it's kind of great to see that. You know, even though they just took a, a first round quarterback the year before, and they took you know, Kyler Murray the year after number one overall, people were kind of questioning that. Well, now we see why. Uh, the only undefeated team in the league. I got the Cardinals at number one. Uh, number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, he's the ageless wonder. I mean, honestly, can do no wrong. Number three, I got that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers. Number four, I've got the Rams, Matt Stafford. I think what they're doing there is phenomenal. I actually think Stafford has a chance to win MVP this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Sherman, I've got your guys, the Bills, and number five, solid team overall. If, if Stephon Diggs can get his stuff together, um, I think they jump up to the top of the list. I'm probably going to go, oh gosh, guys, this is tough for me. Um, Bills and Green Bay. That's my Super Bowl pick, and Green Bay wins the title. All right, not a bad list, not a bad list. I like the, the Super Bowl matchup. Of course, you got my Bills in there, the Packers, okay. Um, Obey, give me your top five teams uh, in the NFL right now. I would say matching up. And for me, you've got to have a semblance of defense and not just these guys that are throwing defense out there as a compliment to the fact that they run the score up. Right. So my number five team is the bills for that reason. You know, I don't see a lot of quality wins that they could speak of, but they're a dominant team. Their defense is more a product of the fact that they're up so high most games, as opposed to like they have to play defense to get out of the game because they lost to the Tennessee Titans because they weren't playing defense. Um, Number four, uh, I'm going to say the LA Rams I just think that they are dynamic enough they don't need to do anything different they can go out there and dictate to you as however they want they have a defense that will keep them in games they didn't really look um, all that uh, all that strong of a team against the Lions over the weekend but the Lions did everything that they could to try to win that game you know going forward on fourth down with fake punts you know kicking Mm -hmm. a two onside kicks like you know this is this is uh they 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 played everything out of their hats um my number four, my, excuse me, my number three team, I will say is the Dallas Cowboys. I think that they have a very, their defense is playing very well right now. I think you can look at them as a team. Trayvon Diggs, probably defensive player of the year so far. I, I would easily say that he is, um, you know, or at least up in the rank running four. Um, uh, and I just think that their offense is able to come out here and do what they want. Dak Prescott, people were really questioning if he was a, a starting quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback, excuse me, a franchise quarterback in this league. He's proving that he is. Uh, my number two team, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, I, you know, sight unseen, it's hard to say that Tom Brady isn't out here doing what he has done for the entirety of his career. And now he's on a great team to do it with. Uh, and number one, the Arizona Cardinals, until you knock them off and they have quality wins on their schedule against some of the teams that I've uh, uh, claimed as the top five or in my top five. Um, I, I do believe that they are the, the cream of the NFL. They do, everybody can play. The resurgence of of uh, of um, KJ Green, you know, Rondell Moore as a rookie, uh, the things that they're able to do with DeAndre Hopkins, don't even have to throw the ball to him under thirty three times, and he'll still go to, to to get two touchdowns. That that's my top five. Okay, um, I'll go with mine here, uh, fellas. Number five, I'm gonna put my Buffalo Bills just because of that loss. I'd had them higher without that loss, of course, but just for respectively, you know, being at a four and two, I'll gotta put them at a five. They would be higher if they had beaten the Titans on Monday Night Football. Um, number four, I'm gonna say the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we know one, one loss, they've rattled off. Uh, they have they just in their first season, excuse me, the first game of the season against the Saints. That was a bad beat, I think, but they're they're rolling. Number three, I'm going to go with the LA Rams because that defensively, they still have got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. They're loaded um, offensively. Cooper Cup is go, probably you know might be the offensive player of the year right now. Okay, yeah. you know, and he's certainly going to be a Pro Bowl player. Um, number two is going to surprise you guys. I'm going to put Arizona at number two. I guess I know they're undefeated at seven and zero, but I'm going to put Tampa Bay at number one because I feel their defense is better than Arizona's. Yes, they have they have one loss, but still, I think overall as a whole unit, I think Tampa Bay is a better squad off just because of offense and of defense. Okay, they they, they, they had a loss to the Rams. I get that, yeah. you know. But that was at, at the Rams, but our Arizona, you know, they have quality wins against the Titans, against those Rams as well, too, who beat the who beat the Buccaneers. But still, just from a whole unit, I'm going to say Tampa Bay is number one. Perspective. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's get into our week eight game picks as we hear as we kind of wrap up this episode of number 100, of course. Um, let's start off with the Thursday night matchup, which is Green Bay at Arizona. Um, I'm going to go Arizona in this one because it's not only is that Devontae Adams is going to be on the COVID reserve, uh, COVID-19 reserve list. Now the Packers have announced that Alan Lazard is going to be on the list too. So neither of them may play. Aaron Rodgers is going to be without his number one target, another weapon, Alan Lazard. So it's going to be a tough, uh, tough game for Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't have his best players out there. So I'm going to say Arizona. Obed, who you got? I'm with you on that one, especially with those individuals on the COVID list. They were kind of uh, looking for answers. But again, you know, it's funny. This is when they unleash Aaron Jones. You know what I mean? And while I think that the Green Bay Packers, as you guys both have them in your top five, I don't have them in my top five. You guys believe that it's a very strong team. I'm still going to go with Arizona because they've got their full roster there. You know, they didn't really have to get after it and play in their last game as much as the Packers do. I think Arizona is going to be fresh and ready to go. Chris. Green Bay at Arizona, who you got? Uh, not only are those players out, Sherman, but uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator is out as well for that game. So, um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Arizona in this one. Okay, Carolina at Atlanta. Um, I'm actually going to go Atlanta on this one here. Carolina looked pretty bad last week. Uh, Chris, Pan Panthers and Falcons, who you got? <laughs> they say Sam Darnold is the starter for now. Um, I felt really bad for him. I thought that this was going to be his resurgence. Actually, on a solid team, they started off pretty well. I'm going to go with Atlanta on this one. Obed, Carolina, Atlanta, who you got? I couldn't imagine anybody going for Carolina. They look like an absolute mess. They'll be in the market for a quarterback next year. I'm going Atlanta. Okay. Miami at Buffalo. I think this is an easy one. Buffalo all the way. Let's go, Bills. Obed? Buffalo all the way. Chris? It was last chance. Buffalo, though. 
Okay. San Francisco at Chicago. We talked about both of these squads earlier in the show. Uh, Chicago just looks a mess at the quarterback position. San Francisco, definitely going to have to come out with a win. I'm going to go Niners. Uh, Chris, we got. I got the Niners actually on this one as well, Sherm. Okay. I'll bet Niners and Bears. Uh, it's definitely going to be the Niners. They're going to, this is a get right game for San Francisco. Um, an AFC North matchup. Chris, I'll go to you first. Your Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm saying Pittsburgh, but Chris, who you got? Yeah, Baker's not all right. Um, honestly, I think this is the only chance Steelers have to get back in the division. Hunt, I'm going Pittsburgh. Obed, Steelers and Browns. Yeah, with Cleveland missing as many starters as they can, I can't imagine they're going to come out here and and Mike Tomlin is going to have something cooked up for him, so I'm going with the Steelers. Yep, Philadelphia at Detroit. Detroit is a hot mess, only winless team in the league, probably going to go 0-17. Uh, our former guest, Joel, actually put because that we can quote him on it. The Lions will be the first team to go 0-17, so I'm going to go Philly. Obed? Yeah, you know... God, a part of me wants to pick Detroit because they actually played the Rams up really hard. And Philly is, is super suspect. Um, I'm going to put Philly, but I'm, I don't really feel confident that they're going to get it done. Okay. Chris, Eagles and uh, Lions, who are you taking? You said Detroit was a hot mess. Philadelphia is even a worse mess. I'm going with Detroit. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Getting their first victory. Yeah. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Chris, uh, I'm going to go Titans here. Even though, you know, another divisional matchup. Colts have that victory, as we talked about from last night. Um, the Titans are playing well. I'm going to go say Titans. Chris? Yeah, Carson Wentz is very suspect. I was hoping he's going to do better this year with them. I'm going to go Titans. Obed? I'm not 100% sure the same Carson Wentz that you're watching, but uh, Carson Wentz actually looks pretty good this year. I, I would say he's playing at like a top 15 quarterback level. The stats are all there. You're like shaking your head. I have him in fantasy. I'm winning games. So you don't have to look at the stats and tell me he's not playing You can well. say the same thing about Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts is a top fantasy QB right now as well, too, in Philadelphia. Mm. 100%. I mean, but they overall have a bad team, but yeah. he's playing well, right? You can't be mad at him because he's making it happen. I'm going to go with Indianapolis because I think they're coming off a good win and they're playing really strong. All right. We've got a couple minutes left here. Let's rattle these off. Cincinnati at the Jets, Bengals all the way. All bad. Bengals. I mean, Chris. Bengals. They're not even close, Bengals. Rams at Houston, another easy one here. Rams all the way. Chris? LA, let's go. All bad. Yeah, let's go, LA. Yep, New England at, at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, I think this one. Sorry, Obed, your Patriots are going down. Obed. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine that they are going to win this game. I mean, like, they looked good last week, but I, you and me could drop 54 on the Jets without the starting quarterback. Chris? New England with the upset. Okay, Jacksonville at Seattle. I'm going to go Jacksonville, actually, this one here. Obed, who you got? I'm going Seattle. Jacksonville's a terrible defense. Chris? Agreed, Seattle. Okay, Washington at Denver. I'm going to say Washington. They need to win bad. Chris? Yeah, Denver's on a skid. Let's go Washington. Okay, Obed. I do like Washington in this one, especially if uh, 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 Fitzmagic is back. Uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay, easy one here, Obed. Yeah, I'm all over Tampa Bay on this one. Chris? Is Drew Brees back? I don't think so. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Dallas at Minnesota? Oh, um, actually, I got Minnesota on this one. I think they're, they're a solid team, actually, right now. I'm going to go Dallas. Obed, who you got? I'm going Dallas. I mean, especially them coming off the bye two weeks. I think they'll have something for Kirk, but they're also coming off the bye, so. And the last Monday night matchups, New York Giants at the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go KC here. I'll bet they need this win. I tell you they need this win. This is such a bad game. I'm going to go Kansas City, but this is such a bad matchup for them. Kansas City's terrible. Chris? Only Kansas City if Patrick Mahomes is going to play with a concussion. That's it. All right. He's, they said he got through the protocol, so he said he'll play. Gotcha. Well, that is going to do it for us this week here, folks. We appreciate you joining in for the 100th episode here in What's the Word Entertainment. So glad to be here once again. Um, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. 
for our guest, Chris, for my co-host, Obed. I am Sherm. We appreciate you once again. Take care, guys. Have a good night.